Today is Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021, and here are three things you need to know to be smart today. Terry McAuliffe in total panic mode in Virginia. The five alarm fires have been set off. Today's podcast is going to be a full special on the Virginia gubernatorial race. There are races across the country, but today is a stress test of the freedom movement. We've seen Republicans flip blue cities and blue Senate seats across the country from Texas to Connecticut. And will it happen in the consistently blue state of Virginia? Virginia went 10 points for Joe Biden in the 2020 election, but Glenn Youngkin is up by three points on Terry McAuliffe today, and Democrats are playing dirty. We have all of the recent updates on the bombshell scandals to rock the race. It could realign American politics forever. The freedom movement may have its largest victory yet tonight. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Terry McAuliffe is in panic, hair on fire. It is not looking good for Democrats in Virginia. Virginia, again, was a state that went for Joe Biden by 10 points in 2020. It's been consistently blue and getting bluer. A lot of that is because Virginia is so close to Washington, D.C., and the obesity of our federal government has bled over into the dark, dark blue counties that exist up in northern Virginia. Loudoun County specifically is essentially just a communist training ground now for CRT advocates and for bloated government employees. The houses up there are just all McMansions. It is grotesque, the amount of glut that exists from our federal government, how rich these people can become off of federal contracts and worming their way into the bureaucracy of our nation. It's why I'm 100% in favor of splitting up Washington, D.C. We need to break up D.C. It's the movement that I'm going to champion for the rest of my life. Living in Washington for 15 years really shows you how cancerous it is to have such a massive federal presence in one city that's not even a state. It's not even accountable to anyone. It's just a pot of stew and corruption. And it's pretty gross to see how rich people can get by understanding the wormholes, rat holes, and cockroach fests that exist inside of our federal bureaucracy. These people get filthy rich off Pentagon contracts, off lobbying jobs, off of all manner of working the system to take your taxpayer dollars and put them into their back pockets. One of the number one people who's figured this out has been Merrick Garland, Merrick Garland's our attorney general, and his kid sells critical race theory. That's right. Merrick Garland's son-in-law is the number one critical race theory salesman throughout America. It's good business for him. He's made hundreds of millions of dollars. He just did a $76 million new investment round for his uh, little group there. The Merrick Garland family business is critical race theory. Trust me, ladies and gentlemen, it has nothing to do with equity. It has nothing to do with the betterment of your children. It has everything to do with the gluttonous enrichment enrichment of some of the lowest IQ, some of the least impressive people you've ever met. Again, I lived in D.C., man. I did the cocktail circuit. I went around to these Georgetown parties and these fancy fests. These people are uh, they're venal. They really are not impressive at all. It's not fun to be around them. They are hyper-obsessed with what the Washington Post is writing about them and what little D.C. fashion magazines are writing about them. D.C. only cares about itself. It is a collapsed, broken society, and people are getting filthy rich off of it. And that richness, of course, is, is bloated over into uh, the 
consistently red state of Virginia. Virginia used to be a very, very red state and used to be consistently red throughout my youth. Uh, I was born in the 80s and throughout the 90s, and then suddenly it switched blue as the federal government and, and the largesse and the location of the federal government buildings and some of the larger entities of the federal government started to move out to Virginia, like the new FBI headquarters, uh, Department of Homeland Security, the Pentagon, famously uh, the largest office building in the world filled with federal employees who live off your tax dollars. They're right there in Virginia, and the entire economy of Northern Virginia is servicing the obese federal government and its needs. And so it's really a... uh, an indicator uh, as to how cancerous and how large uh, and how useless our federal government is and to how that can actually flip a state from consistently red to consistently blue. And it's why the most recent polls here are shocking in this race. It's why Tara McAuliffe is running in panic because the Democratic Party has corrupted their brand and this nation and has put in peril your children, has put your children in the hands of uh, uh, predators. It has done so in a way that uh, foments more racism and more division in our country, and it is on full display in Loudoun County specifically. You go through the rest of Virginia, you travel through the rest of Virginia, you go into Chantilly, you go in, into the South, you go into uh, you know wine country or Charlottesville, which is gorgeous out there. Go to the Trump winery out in Charlottesville. It is amazing. I highly recommend it. Uh, you you will see your jaw fall on the floor with such beauty uh, uh, around the state, the entire state. Even Richmond is, is a cool little city. Uh, a lot of neat little businesses and a lot of uh, a lot of good military families there. Uh, the state is corrupted by its proximity to Washington D.C. and the glut that bleeds over into the the good red state of Virginia, now you're watching the polls flip. The polls have flipped, according to Tom Bevan of Real Clear Politics, and the Real Clear Politics indicator polls has shown that a once 30-point lead by Terry McAuliffe has collapsed, and now Glenn Youngkin is up by one point, on average, up by three points in certain uh, certain NBC uh, and MSNBC polls, and up by four points in Fox News polling. This has set off a seven alarm fire in the uh, in the state and for the Democratic Party. It's leading them to become extremely nervous and scared as to uh, uh, what the future holds. Glenn Youngkin obviously has promised to ban critical race theory, has promised to uh, create uh, election integrity laws that would allow for Virginians to know the security of their vote and that their vote is indeed secure. You have seen pure panic in the form of race hoaxes. Uh, We're going to get to all of that and a pure panic as Terry McAuliffe is exposed as sort of the, 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 the true authoritarian jackass that he really is. He does so beautifully represent the modern day uh, intersectional uh, equity left 
And he's doing so, and he's killing his own political career and the hopes of Democrats in Virginia along with it and making a bellwether for how bad the 2022 elections are going to be in 2024 as Democrats find themselves imperiled completely on the path spiraling uh, spiraling towards defeat on virtually all fronts. But the most recent updates is that McAuliffe has started to cancel events on the eve of the election. Uh, a, a not Never a good sign, never a good look on a political uh, from a political standpoint to just start canceling your events and start moving around erratically where you're going to be. Terry McAuliffe, uh, the governor candidate, uh, abruptly cancels rally on the eve of Virginia's vote after he said the state had too many white teachers and Glenn Youngkin took a 1% lead, according to the Daily Mail. Here we go. Terry McAuliffe has canceled a Virginia Beach campaign event on Monday, less than 24 hours before the gubernatorial election day. Polls show his GOP challenger, Glenn Youngkin, is edging ahead in the race could be catastrophic for the Biden White House. A spokesperson for a Democrat, McAuliffe, said that according to 13 News Now, uh, he will be campaigning in a different part of the state in a bizarre move on the eve of the election, seen as the first indicator of the administration's performance ahead of the 2022 midterms. I'll stop right there. Uh, This is indeed a terrifying trend for Joe Biden. You have seen consistently blue Cities flip red in places like McAllen, Texas, right, and all along the Rio Grande Valley based on Biden's border policies. You have seen consistently blue states like Connecticut lose special election races for their state Senate seats to Republicans inside of very blue districts in Connecticut. I mean, you're talking like districts that Biden won by 80 points, not 10 points like Virginia, 80 points. Republicans are winning in these seats. It's a very scary indicator for a uh, for a Joe Biden presidency where 70% of Americans say the country's headed in the wrong direction and where 42% of Americans approve of the job Joe Biden is doing. A massive plurality of Americans uh, say that Joe Biden is a dumpster fire and his administration needs to go, including a majority of Democrats. 44% a plurality say that Joe Biden shouldn't run again in 2024. Just, I mean, there isn't a single good thing going for Democrats right now. It's why they're going to desperately try and uh, win here in Virginia to give a little bit of air into a flaccid uh, balloon here. And it's uh, turning out to be uh, flaccid, mainly because nobody wants what Democrats are selling, mainly because what Democrats are selling right now is further racism. Here's McAuliffe. His final message to the people of Virginia is that we need to fire teachers based on their race. Go. And I promise you, we've got to diversify our teacher base here in Virginia. 50 percent of the students in Virginia schools, K-12, 50 percent are students of color, and yet 80 percent of the teachers are white. We all know what we have to do in a school to make everybody feel comfortable in school. Okay, uh, well, that's not great. Um, Terry McAuliffe saying that the color of your skin should determine whether you can teach in Virginia. Well, 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 uh, let's see here. Democrats have always been the real racists in the South. They have always wanted institutional racism uh, inside of our schools, inside of the vectors in which they control the government schools. And they're going to use those government schools in order to subvert, carved into our founding documents, that all men and women are created equal before God, that we are all flesh and blood, and the amount of melanin in our skin doesn't matter an iota, a blip, uh, before a just creator who made us and made us in his image. 
And so when you try and reduce people to race, it is evil. That has been part of America's founding. 500,000 people, including a lot of Virginians, uh, 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 fought and died in order to eliminate that from our country. Uh, the idea that slavery is something that should be uh, integral or it should be just something that we, uh, that we accept in, in America, uh, that is who this country actually is. That is what this country actually is. It's a country of liberty for all people. Terry McAuliffe is trying to drag it back into a country that looks at skin color as a identifier as to your worth. Uh, uh, whether you can do a job, whether you can perform, uh, whether you can um, be a value in a specific system must be a determination of your skin color. Again, it's just pure racism. There is no other word for it. And people in Virginia are rejecting the racism of Terry McAuliffe. Uh, Terry McAuliffe, not one to really... Uh, not one to really call out racism. We have Terry McAuliffe's comments on uh, the current governor of Virginia who was caught wearing blackface plus KKK robes uh, and still somehow seemingly has his job. Pretty remarkable uh, comments that we unearthed about Terry McAuliffe essentially saying, hey, guys, KKK robes, no big deal. All the while, people associated with Terry McAuliffe's campaign are promoting a face, fake race hoax. Uh, in order to hurt the Glenn Youngkin campaign. God, these people really are truly, truly desperate and pathetic. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, desperate and pathetic are what Democrats are uh, nationwide as they try and uh, sell your future up the river. They do not want to provide for you a future that is stable. They want this chaos to continue. They gain power through chaos. You're seeing that inside of the financial markets. I was watching TV this weekend, saw Janet Yellen on TV saying that spending trillions of dollars is actually going to help inflation. Okay, it must be opposite day. The sky is red, uh, water is green, and Democrats are spending more money, trillions of dollars actually, in order to help inflation. Yeah, that's exactly how it all works. Your gas prices are definitely going to go down when the government spends trillions of dollars on nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, we are being run. This country is being run by children. That's why I encourage you to go and diversify your savings plan with Birch Gold. Birch Gold is the company that I trust with precious metals. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and countless five-star reviews, thousands of satisfied customers, and they can help you protect your hard-earned savings. Text Benny to 989898 to find out about a tax-sheltered IRA or 401k conversion into precious metals. Birch Gold will send you a 20-page comprehensive kit to show how you can diversify from volatile stocks and bonds into precious metals today. That's right. Text 989898. Text the word Benny to 989898. Zero cost, zero obligation, obviously, and it will protect you from the coming storm. These people People are insane. They're unhinged, ladies and gentlemen. Ralph Northam, the current governor of Virginia, had an old yearbook photo where he is wearing Klan uh, robes and where a man in blackface is featured. Now, Ralph Northam went on to global corporate television broadcast throughout the world and said, yeah, guys, I did wear blackface. Yes, I did dress as Michael Jackson. Yes, I know how to do dances like Michael Jackson. Should I do one right now? He said this. His wife had to stop him from doing a Michael Jackson moon dance. 
So how pathological do you have to be to be Terry McAuliffe, the guy who worked hand in glove with Ralph Northam his entire political career? Ralph Northam was Terry McAuliffe's lieutenant governor and say, no, nope, that didn't even happen. Here, roll the clip and just realize these are the kind of people that are trying to run for office in the Democratic Party. Are you comfortable with the present governor who appeared in blackface next to somebody dressed up as Ku Klux Klan, a Democratic governor? Yeah. Well, he didn't do Ku Klux Klan, fair No, I'm saying he's in blackface next to somebody that yeah. he's dressed up in. But that wasn't him either. It's now come out he wasn't either one of them. But he made a horrible mistake Friday night when he didn't know if he was in or not and said, well, I apologize. How do you not know if it's not you? Uh, we know in Virginia. We know, I mean, I know, listen, even if it had been him in the blackface, you know, it was a dumb mistake 40 years ago. I grew up in New York, and in all fairness, folks, I didn't know what blackface was. <laughs> you know, I had not experienced, we had no racism issues, honestly, growing up in Syracuse. Really hard to believe that that clip is real. You have Terry McAuliffe saying, do not believe what your own two eyes have seen. You've seen Ralph Northam wearing blackface. Ralph Northam told you that he wore blackface. He didn't wear blackface. And even if he did, it was a different time. I grew up in Syracuse. There was no racists in Syracuse. There's only racists that I pay standing with tiki torches outside of Glenn Youngkin's campaign. You know, you have a, a real racism supply problem in America. That's the issue. The left gets power out of saying that America is a racist country, so they say it. The left wants to create a culture war. They want to create a civil war. So they keep saying that lie. It's a lie because if there was such a racist country, if you did have so much racism on full display throughout our nation, you wouldn't have to fabricate and make up race hoaxes, which happens all the time. Whether you're Jesse Smollett, whether you're Ibram X. Kendi, who was tweeting this weekend about how white people are identifying as minorities at, in order to get into college, thus utterly disproving his entire worldview uh, that the nation is a white supremacist nation and only white people can get ahead. In fact, it's very much the opposite based on Ibram X. Kendi saying it. Whether it's Glenn Youngkin's campaign bus being surrounded by tiki torch holding members of the Democratic Party. That's right. Members of the Democratic Party who surrounded a tiki, a, who surrounded a bus, uh, Glenn Youngkin campaign bus last week with tiki torches, uh, a, a, in order to try and slander in a false flag operation Glenn Youngkin as a racist. That's right. Reading from the National Pulse, Democratic operatives caught dressing up as white supremacists in last ditch effort in Virginia election stunt. What became quickly a political stunt gone wrong, Democrat strategists have been accused on social media of posing as white supremacists while standing next to Virginia Republican Glenn Youngkin's campaign bus. Social media sleuths were quick to notice that the only people interacting with the images and promoting them, uh, the images of an, uh, promoted first by an NBC reporter, by the way, an NBC reporter, in case you needed to see precisely how the human centipede works inside of Democratic politics, here's what happens. Uh, people inside of the Democratic Party proper text their friends at local corporate media stations that they're going to do something. And then the local corporate media stations go out and cover it straight. Wow. Look at these tiki torch holding racists that are in favor of Glenn Youngkin. The original tweet said something like, wow, these people, they said they're all in for Glenn. And there's a photo of a, a black white supremacist 
plus a bunch of people that definitely don't look like MAGA people. Trust me, I spent a lot of time around MAGA people and America First people. Uh, these uh, doughy, these doughy uh, uh, limp wrist uh, 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 betas are not MAGA people. I promise you that. They tell the NBC News reporter to tweet out the photo. She does. And then they all go ahead and promote the hoax. And then, they get, you know, it's the wrap-up smear, right? Nancy Pelosi talks about this. The wrap-up smear. You promote the lie, and then you say, well, I mean, NBC News tweeted it. I don't know. I'm just interacting with NBC News. This is how it all works. Funny part is that the internet exists, and that there are very smart people on the internet, and that they were able to find out that every single person inside of this group of white supremacists, including a black white supremacist, which should have maybe made the NBC News reporter say, uh, hey, uh, sir, are you a black white supremacist? Is your name Clayton Bigsby? Were you on the Chappelle show? Can I talk with you for a second? Like any honest reporter would be a little curious about that, wouldn't you? Anyway, uh, these people then, they get their photo, they get it put out by the corporate media, and then the Terry McAuliffe campaign goes and wraps up the smear, right? They wrap up the smear by promoting it and amplifying it, and they did that all day long until it was exposed as a total hoax. Now, were they in on the hoax or not? Who knows? We may never know. I hope that Glenn Youngkin, if and when he wins, launches an investigation into this hoax against him. Race hoaxes are very bad things. They're obviously meant to intimidate people and hurt people. Uh, anyway, uh, it turns out that every single person was identified as a Democratic operative, a Democrat operative. That's right. All of these people are either working for the Virginia Democratic Party or have worked in close concert with the Terry McAuliffe campaign. This is how desperate they are. And they're desperate because people are actually finding out who Terry McAuliffe is. They're having to stage race hoaxes because people are peeling back the onion layer and looking at exactly what kind of a monster Terry McAuliffe is. They're looking into his past. They're looking into his history. They're realizing that Terry McAuliffe not only accepted uh, six-figure checks from known pederasts and protected pedophiles. They're finding out that Terry McAuliffe was the bag man uh, for one of the largest predators in American history in politics. Finding out that Terry McAuliffe has essentially funded the campaigns of people that uh, were doing political favors for him. We call that a quid pro quo. It's illegal. And finding out, of course, that Terry McAuliffe left his wife in the delivery room in order to go to fancy parties in Washington, D.C. Terry McAuliffe missed the births of his children in order to go to fundraisers. That's the kind of man that Terry McAuliffe is. We're going to get into all of that uh, in just one moment. But first, I spend a lot of time looking at my computer. I'm going to be staring at a computer all night long as we do a live stream of the Virginia election results. I'm going to be looking at a computer, and if it were not for better spectacles, my eyes would be hurting very badly, squinting and straining and my neck hurting because I'm staring so hard at my phone or my computer. That's what happened before I got better spectacles. Now that I have better spectacles, ladies and gentlemen, my eyes are on lock. So much easier to read, so much easier to do my job. That's because Better Spectacles is the best eyeglasses company in the world. Better Spectacles uses Rotenstock Eyewear, a 144-year-old company and the world's gold standard with over 500 patents and a decade ahead of every other eyeglasses company on the market. 
Their specialty is in difficult prescriptions like mine, especially for people who have intermediate vision problems. That's a real issue when you're looking at a phone or a computer all day, just like me, just like I'm going to be doing all night tonight. We're going to be following the trends. We're going to be following the results of the Virginia election. Man, I better have a good prescription on hand to do that. That's why I use better spectacles for my eyeglasses. It allows me to do my job. These computer spectacles from Rotenstock use an advanced algorithm with more than 2 million patients measuring 7,000 points in the eye. The result is more energy, no neck strain, and allowing me to see up to 40% better. Go to betterspectacles.com backslash Benny right now to schedule your teleoptical appointment. You don't even have to leave your house. They're offering an introductory 61% off their computer rate, plus free handcrafted German-made Rotenstock frames for every order. Go now, betterspectacles.com backslash Benny. All right, you would, again, not need a set of spectacles to see exactly how bad Democrats have botched the race in Virginia. They are losing on every front, but specifically with parents looking here at Echelon Insights. Echelon Insights says that Yunkin leads by 15 points with voters who have children in K-12 schooling. That's right. So if you are a parent and you send your kid to a government school, you do not want a monster like Terry McAuliffe in charge. That's why Terry McAuliffe is losing. There's your factor right there. There's the gap. 15 points, and most parents, I mean, that's like prime voting age, right? You're a parent, you're involved in your community, you work uh, nine to five, maybe you own a business, you're working in Virginia, you're sending your kids to school, your kids are the most precious thing that you have, take it from a parent myself. Guys, this is the kind of thing that you do not want to hear a gubernatorial candidate say from a debate stage. Here's Terry McAuliffe saying, you have no control over your children's life. Come into schools and actually you take books out and make their own decisions. You vetoed it. So, yeah, I stopped the bill that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. But, you know, teach I get really tired. Yeah, not a great argument there. Not what most parents want to hear, but... Let's be perfectly honest, at least it's on brand for Terry McAuliffe, who has spent his entire life making sure that predators can walk free, roam free, and can influence our election. Whether it be Bill Clinton or Jeffrey Epstein, Terry McAuliffe has always been there to cash a check, baby, making sure that the predators and the worst people in our society, literal serial pederasts, are able to get away with fraud and graft and corruption inside of our political system. We have a little uh, rundown here of Terry McAuliffe scandals. Let's uh, see how many of them we can get. To. There is a laundry list, as they say. Terry McAuliffe has always been a close Clinton ally. He helped Bill Clinton run for president. He was a fundraiser and a bundler. Obviously, you can't run for president unless you have people raising millions of dollars on your behalf. You can't be in all places at once. And Terry McAuliffe proved to be able to do that very well for the Clintons. He raised them multi-millions. Terry McAuliffe was the co-chair of Bill Clinton's 1996 re-election campaign and the chairman for Hillary Clinton's 2008 campaign. McAuliffe was so close with the Clintons that he put up $1.3 million in cash to help them secure a mortgage for their Chappaqua home uh, after uh, after they left office. Uh, uh, and this raised major ethics concerns. Although, just like with Democrats, nothing ever comes of it, right? They never go to jail. Uh, hopefully that will change in the future. But as of now, nothing ever came of that. 
We know that Jeffrey Epstein has a close relationship with Bill Clinton, and they went on multiple trips together. That's right. Clinton's had shady ties to the known pederast, and McAuliffe probably did as well. We know this because McAuliffe was in charge of the Clinton Foundation, and Jeffrey Epstein was stroking six-figure checks into that foundation while Bill Clinton was flying around on his F-jet. I say F because I bleep this for our family show here. Uh, Ron Burkle, a billionaire investor and former Jeffrey Epstein associate, has is currently today donating six-figure checks to McAuliffe's campaign. In September, the guy has donated uh, $200,000 to Jeffrey Epstein so far. So these are like known Jeffrey Epstein associates, guys who worked directly with Jeffrey Epstein, are funding Terry McAuliffe's campaign. Terry McAuliffe is a convicted sex criminal. He's now dead. Terry McAuliffe had an infinite, I'm sorry, uh, Jeffrey Epstein had an infamous black book uh, with Epstein's private travel logs. Bill Clinton was in them a lot, specifically while McAuliffe was managing Bill Clinton's finances after his presidency. McAuliffe helped steer $675,000 to the election campaign of the wife of disgraced FBI official Andrew McCabe. Jill McCabe. Jill McCabe ran for office in Virginia, and Terry McAuliffe made sure that she was really well-funded while Andrew McCabe was letting Hillary Clinton off the hook. You see how that all works? You scratch my back here, I'll make sure your campaign's funded. You make sure Hillary doesn't go to jail, I'll make sure that your campaign's funded. I'll take care of your wife. This is how it all works. I mean, it's laid bare before us. These people should be in prison. The money directed to McAuliffe began flowing two months after the FBI investigation into Clinton began in July 2015. Around that time, McCabe was promoted from running the Washington field office for the FBI to the number three position in the bureau. Isn't that interesting? McAuliffe invited Chinese businessman Wang Wenlang, whose donations to him were named as a focus on the Justice Department's investigations in the 2013 fundraiser at Hillary Clinton's personal Washington, D.C. residence. So McAuliffe has a very long and shady history with the communist Chinese, and McAuliffe is here on the record uh, under investigation for the amount of Chinese businessmen that he's introducing to people like Hillary Clinton uh, while Hillary Clinton is gearing up to run for president against Donald Trump 2013. So here's Hillary Clinton making sure she has a bunch of cash on hand in order to run in 2016. Not only does McAuliffe have a long history of shady fundraising deals with the Clintons, but he's also an all-around terrible human being. McAuliffe once left his wife in the delivery room while she was due to give birth to their daughter to attend a Washington Post party so he could hobnob with reporters who were writing profiles on him. Another time, he stopped at a fundraiser on the way home from the hospital after the birth of his son. He left his wife and newborn baby in the car with his aide. Listen to his description in his own book. Dorothy, that's the name of Terry McAuliffe's wife, was starting to well up in the back seat. She was having trouble understanding how I could be taking my wife and newborn baby to a fundraiser on our way home from the hospital. We got to the dinner, and by then Dorothy was in tears. I left her with Justin, his newborn son. Uh, little Peter was, I'm sorry, Justin was the driver. Little Peter was his newborn son, was sleeping peacefully, and Dorothy just sat there, and poor Justin didn't say a word. He was mortified. I went inside, maybe 15 minutes, and said a few nice things, uh, and then hurried back to the car. I felt bad for Dorothy, 
but it was a million bucks for the Democratic Party. Boom! Doesn't matter if I cause stress or if I'm just a complete scumbag to my wife, to my newborn kid. These people don't matter. Your children don't matter. My children don't matter. The government's going to raise them anyway. I'm Terry McAuliffe. I am the world's largest scumbag. And he's writing about this in his book, like voluntarily. He's telling us what a dirtbag he is. Uh, we have the Terry McAuliffe absolute bombshell of bombshells coming up next. But first, ladies and gentlemen, with Virginia flipping red, you got to make sure that you are flipping red on your grill. Make sure that the meat that you're flipping on that grill is a delicious red meat raised in America by the hands of farmers and ranchers who grow this meat to perfection and they ship it right to your door with Good Ranchers. Goodranchers.com backslash Benny in order to get $20 off your first order of delicious all-American meat that makes sure that you are employing American farmers and ranchers. When you use Good Ranchers, you make sure that the red meat that you are eating on your stove, on your grill inside of your dinner plate is made by Americans. There's a real problem in this country where we get cheap meat shipped here from all around the world. And if it's processed here, it can be stamped with the Made in America label. That's wrong. It should be changed, but I don't have the power to change that. I do have the power to tell you to use good ranchers and to use them so that you know that you are promoting American farmers and ranchers in this country. Hard working. There have been a lot of farmers and ranchers who've lost their job over these stupid laws. A lot of people losing a lot of jobs over stupid laws and mandates these days. Let's make sure that we come together and support our farmers and ranchers, and you'll eat like an American. You'll eat delicious red meat, and hopefully in your red state, if you're living in Virginia, soon to be red state. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've told you on this show that Glenn Youngkin has all of the energy going into today's election. Terry McAuliffe is a known scumbag. He has a 40-year career in politics, just being a total dirtbag and a skis bag. He has been staging uh, in concert with the Lincoln Project that is, uh, uh, by the way, of dubious reporting. You're going to have to prove to me that the Lincoln Project actually did this and that this wasn't just something concocted by the Virginia Democrats. Someone's going to have to prove. It's amazing also how quickly that disappeared from the news cycle, the race hoax, the staged race hoax. We've told you that uh, Terry McAuliffe is running scared. He is talking about just overt racism on the campaign trail, the skin color of teachers, how bad that is, and that he's canceling events in a fury on the election eve. Now he's brought in Mark Eilis, the scumbag, just absolute garbage human being who is Hillary Clinton's lawyer. This guy is the ballot alchemist. He is uh, there in order to file lawsuits uh, and in order to try and rig the election for Democrats. That's not going to happen, according to our sources on the Yunkin campaign. They have their own lawyers geared up, and they are ready to go to war for Virginia. A beautiful thing, a uh, Virginia resident, somebody who uh, loves the state a lot, somebody who lives in the state and operates a business out of the state, is former Speaker of the House Newt Gingrich. Uh, Newt Gingrich, uh, on the eve of the election, a man who obviously is very smart when it comes to politics, very wise, there's not many wise people in the political uh, realm. Newt Gingrich said, hey, hey, listen, things are looking so good for Glenn Youngkin that they probably can't even steal it at this point, even though Democrats are going to try. Listen to this. So if they don't get their way, they're going to lie, they're going to steal, they're going to cheat. Let me ask you about potential cheating in Virginia. Now that we know that these Fox News polls show Youngkin 
uh, so far ahead. You mentioned that uh, theatrics that they put on the other day that they got busted for. They were trying to smear Glenn Youngkin. What other dirty tricks have the Democrats tried going into this election? I know they wanted more days to vote, right? Tell me what happened. Right. Well, I think that got knocked down and the governor refused to go along to his credit. But I think what you're going to see, my biggest fear is Fairfax County, which has already announced that it's going to report late. It's the biggest single voting county in the state. Uh, I watched in Georgia as Fulton County was clearly corrupted uh, and, and cast votes that were clearly illegal. And I worry a great deal about Fairfax, although I've been told by the Yunkin campaign that they have a number of lawyers who are already on the site, who are already deeply monitoring it. But if I were worried about losing the election to fraud, I'd start with Fairfax. I'd go to the city of Richmond, one or two counties down along the coast. There are only about four places. And I frankly think that McAuliffe is fading so badly that probably it's not stealable. I mean, there is a point where the margin's so big, you just can't do it. And if that's what happens, you'll see that the, the counties return earlier and more honestly. They're only going to attempt to steal it if it's possible because it's, it's dangerous. I mean, these guys can go to jail for the kind of things they're trying to do. That was Newt Gingrich talking to Maria Bartiromo about the energy going into this election. Again, Glenn Youngkin is up by either one point or three points, depending on the polls that you look at. Terry McAuliffe is running scared. We are encouraging you and imploring you, if you live in Virginia, to get out and vote. And indeed, you've got to hear what it sounded like at the Glenn Youngkin rally last night in Loudoun County, Virginia. Remember, that's the county that is so close to Washington, D.C., uh, that has such a lard-filled government, uh, 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 gr grotesque government overflow into it. Uh, they took a very nice county of Loudoun County, and they put a bunch of federal jobs there, and they just turned it dark, 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 dark blue. Because all these people want is an extra paycheck cut directly out of the taxpayer dole. Listen to uh, what it sounded like at the Glenn Youngkin rally last night. Yep, that sounds just like a presidential rally, and it looked like one, too. Thousands of people, definitely thousands of people, I'm looking at multiple angles here, gathering for Glenn Youngkin, a political novice. I think this is the first time he's ever ran for office, and a lot of energy surrounding this guy. It will be a stress test for the freedom movement, and that's why we are here, ladies and gentlemen. We support America first. That's about it, right? You just want America to be first. We want people to focus on this country and not to hate it. We simply believe in treating the people of this country first. Let's fix our own potholes. Let's fix our own systems first. And let's not needlessly divide each other like the Democrat Party wants to do here in Virginia. The voters are rejecting it. The freedom movement is strong. It looks like we're going to win. We'll be live tonight with all of the results. My name is Benny Johnson, and this has been The Benny Show.